0: Hi guys, welcome to our podcast. My name is Lillian and I'm from
1: Ghana and I'm here with my co-host. Hey guys, this is Sharon. I am from Nigeria and together we We are are the LNS LNS District. District. Welcome to our
0: world where we share experiences, tell stories and provide you with all the guidance needed to transition into the life of a global student.
1: Yes, yes. Welcome and thank you for joining us today. We have so much more in store for you. So keep listening. This is a disclaimer. We are not lawyers or USCIS officials. As much as we provide information and guidance, we want you to proactively check the DHS website, USCIS website, and go to your ISSO office. Read the news often. Check for updates.
0: Welcome once again to the LNS District. This is your yes. co-host, Lillian.
1: And this is Sharon. Welcome guys to today's episode.
0: So on episode two, we're answering the question, are you ready to be shook? We're going to be breaking a lot of things down. So stay yes. tuned. So on our Instagram page, we shared this interesting yes. um, post and it was basically a um, asking our listeners and our followers to answer the question please share three things you couldn't leave home without and girl listen those yes. those and comments when we, say,
1: uh, we mean like your home country like before as you were coming mm-hmm. in as a freshie so that that's what we meant yeah yeah like
0: things you couldn't you couldn't you know leave like you know your cereal i mean let
1: me let me say <laughs> your mine, mine was rob <laughs> y'all y'all know rob it could cure covid guys
0: no, sis. <laughs> I actually haven't even seen Rob in like years. So when I saw that, I was like, ah, no, this girl, like
1: I had to bring the nah. rob, you know, containers. I brought um shea butter. Very important. You know, okay. people be ashy out here in the streets, can be out there being ashy. Um, also dry pepper, like bro. like if it's not spicy, count me out. What about you? <laughs> I
0: know because because the pepper here is really not up to par. Cayenne, like, nah, sis, chill. chill. Um, mine was definitely Indomie. Mm. Because for those days where you really don't want to be going yeah. to the calf, it saves lives. And shito, every Ghanaian needs a bottle or three yes. of shito. So, not every I couldn't Ghanian. leave that back home. I also need
1: shito. Thank you. And I'm Nigerian.
0: You, <laughs> you know, accepted the <laughs> Ghanaian culture. So, we welcome you, sis. <laughs> um... What else did I bring? Oh, plantain mm. chips! Listen,
1: Auntie's plantain chips. I can snack Does on plantain auntie? chips.
0: Oh auntie, auntie, yeah! Ah, you
1: no. don't know your name, but your plantain <laughs> chips are fire. She's the
0: plug. <laughs> yeah, no. So let's just get right into um, what we're yes. discussing today.
1: So. um You know going back on our last episode we talked about we covered a lot of the bases from application to the schools you should pick all of that good stuff and we rounded up the episode um talking about how um you you should you know carry all the essentials to the embassy when you have to go to do your interview to get your visa so now we're continuing from that so now let's paint the picture of now you've um gotten your visa it was successful they've given you the amount of years you need and you know your family has gone to do thanksgiving in the church or whatever (laughs) and then um oh yeah packed your things (laughs) and um we want to um, obviously we, we want to make sure like you know you packed your things you've gotten on your flight you're about to come now so you're, exa- you're at the border oh yes you're at the border excuse me <laughs> let me pause there you have to Remember, mm-hmm. or write down your um, school address or the main campus address just in case if you get mm-hmm. stopped at the airport when um, at um, the customs they ask you some questions or oh, where are you going you just don't want to be like MMM I'm just going to school no you want to give them the um, address of your main campus or even the ISSO office um, so it's very important yeah, yeah, no, to like true. be in contact with like the international office of your school um, another thing too mm-hmm. you want to carry your I twenty because they are going to actually ask you to present it when you get to like the, the customs desk. That's what they're going to look at and validate mm-hmm. that you're actually coming here to school. So whatever you do, keep that handy like your hand luggage. Do not keep it in your um in the checked in luggage. So it's very important. Mm-hmm. yeah just have all the handy documents ready and like good to go so um when they ask you this you just present this and obviously as i said have the information contact number of someone from the mm-hmm. um, international office if you ever get in trouble those are like the first people that you're going to call they're going to validate everything mm-hmm. the customs guys so moving on so now you've crossed the border yeah, on, hallelujah ground and then <laughs> now yes the mm-hmm. land of opportunity now you have to go check in to, into your ISSO office so that's very important so once you get here we're going to touch on accommodation um, very soon so once you get here one of the things you have to do is to take your I-20 take your passport everything go to your ISSO office and I'm sure they will contact you um, but if they don't contact you it's very important for you to go there you're going to get your mm-hmm. I-20 signed with um, one of the officers there so it's very important to check in into yeah, your ISSO need office you to know like you're on campus and everything exactly yeah so they need to be able to say okay well this person mm-hmm. came into the country and it's true they're a student yeah. and they've checked mm-hmm. into school yeah so
0: let's move on Talk so with housing. um with housing there's on campus and off campus and i know from my experience mm-hmm. freshmen you don't even have the choice to stay off campus like you just can't so they yeah. usually have like designated freshman dorms and I know some Mm -hmm. have like four people in a room some have two people i was lucky enough to have two people so um and then yeah and then being on (laughs) being on campus you are automatically given like a meal plan and um Mm -hmm. you have like let's say i don't know like three thirty five hundred points and you can use that to like buy food like every time you tap into yeah when you get to the dining hall you tap once and then it's like a fixed fee and then after hours you can use yeah. it in certain like um on campus like places like i remember we had like a uh it was kind of, it, it had like a bar setting bar. yeah but then they just served like food okay yeah they had like really nice milkshakes Ooh, listen those things used to be my life <laughs>
1: Go
0: back. and um yeah but then um most of the time as a freshman you get paired up you do really have the choice to pick or whatever mm-hmm. and then living on campus living in like on campus in general there's no freedom to cook so if you're coming mm-hmm. straight from you know your home country and you want to be able to be throwing it down you can
1: cook your yeah w- you <laughs> really can't you,
0: yeah the most you can do is just make poor like make yourself some cereal and that's about it and um what about off campus because you started as off campus
1: yeah so as a graduate student actually i started out oh, on okay. campus and yeah. then i moved um off campus yeah because um the off campus they offered me it was looking a hot mess once i got in there and then i was going to have a roommate in like actually two roommates with a bunk <laughs> bed inside of my room and when i got in i opened the door the the apartment was so dirty and i was like uh, 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 no nope. really um can you guys change this yes so don't be afraid if you if you get get to like your apartment or the place they put you in and you don't feel comfortable just go back and ask that are there other options and stuff like that so don't feel like you have to settle for something you don't like or some you know if if the place doesn't look like safe or you feel like the place is just nasty or something like that so i i got on campus um after they couldn't find me another off campus so which was good so um I had a roommate inside of my room and they were they were pretty much quiet they were like athletes they didn't like they you know left um the apartment very early came back um by like 9 ten so you had early, a all of that, which was room? good and then one no one I had just one roommate, but it was like um two rooms, two people in one okay room, really two really people really. in one room yeah so which wasn't bad um but then i moved um to Mm -hmm. get my own apartment which is what like most graduate students do so off campus is it's very nice you have your freedom obviously i wanted to cook the things i wanted to cook the meal plan business was i was not about that life Um, (laughs) (laughs) one of the things that like i noticed especially like comparing here in england the apartments here are not furnished and you can't um, you can get some furnished apartments, but you may be feeling like, okay, well, I still have to buy some other things. So that's one thing you have to consider. You have to buy yeah, like yeah. your bed, everything. Like, they give you an empty apartment, bed. literally. Yeah, it's literally a apartment yeah. on the floor only. <laughs> Yeah, so you have to like think about that too. So um, obviously, th- with the off-campus housing, you have your freedom to like cook, all of those things. Your friends can visit, family can yeah. come and like mm-hmm. stay. All of those good things. You know, you also need to consider that. You know, for example, if you want to buy a car or if you have a car already, you know, you may need to mm-hmm. pay parking bills. Um, you will need to definitely get your own internet you need to consider electricity, gas, it's water, just all of these things like, to
0: be. It's just so many extra costs. Girl,
1: I mean you have to weigh your freedom if if you feel like you can drink your I would rather drink no <laughs> and, weigh your, <laughs> and weigh your I would drink my Gary and care.
0: stay off campus though so listen
1: yeah so like there's other things too that you have to consider like if you're like moving out here and like getting an apartment obviously mm-hmm. you need to pay deposits so some of the things like as this and don't don't forget when you apply as like as, as an international student right when you go to apply for this housing you have to um present them tell them you're an international student because sometimes if um a citizen of this country they they only pay like maybe um first security deposit but as an international student sometimes this is the understanding that you will have to pay first um and last security deposits because they are like okay this person is in this country on a limited time so they need to like secure themselves in their apartment by asking for first like first and time. last so month's rent.
0: Okay. Uh-huh. Yes. Uh-huh. First
1: and last month's rent or whatever the yeah. security or how, um, depending on how much uh-huh. the security deposit is, um, they'll also ask uh-huh. for like good credits. Um, they may, or they may ask for like a guarantor or a co signer to say, okay, if you don't end up paying for this month or if you're behind on some rent, we're going to meet this person and that person is going to... Give yeah, because you have to...
0: You have to also... Um, and I think the reason why they even ask for a guarantor if you don't really... Because as an international student, you don't you, you don't have any credit at that point. So they need someone yes. who can show a bank statement that has consistent income coming in. Yeah, so yeah. that's kind of why they asked for that. Yeah,
1: yeah. but um, look, if you're down with the freedom life... But just so know rent. it's
0: expensive buying groceries yeah like you can't be sitting in the uber Mm -hmm. every single day to get groceries and come back like everything adds (laughs) up honestly so if you know you want to move off campus just Mm -hmm. make the thing make a list and and have the bills ready
1: and the thing is that you can also like get a place with your friend if like you know a friend who's like okay we found a place that's like cheap or something like that you can like yeah that's very common so that Mm -hmm. um you can it can be easier for like both of you and then you can you know the rent instead of one person paying it's like you know it's separated out half half and then when bills Mm -hmm. come it's like half half and things like that so that you Mm -hmm. don't feel so much pressure um so yeah those are like some things you need to consider for but off-campus it really is you know (laughs) your music as much (laughs) as you want you know clean your your bathroom that's the biggest thing that's the biggest part with the on campus housing, nasty bathrooms and toilets and stuff like that sorry for the people that are going to experience this it's okay just enjoy it for one semester just you'll be come all right prepared. for the next couple <laughs> yes or two or three or whatever the case is you'll be all right take your Lysol I mean in these COVID lives, times you
0: know it, it comes in handy <laughs> you're living on your own so yeah yes so once you know you're all settled on campus or off campus and you know, you've unpacked your bags and, you know, you're settled or whatever, Um, most of the time there's going to be like an orientation and during orientation, they'll show you where important locations or important buildings are, like your building, like your, for me in my case, like my engineering building and where Mm -hmm. most of my classes are going to be. They'll Mm -hmm. show you where the library is. They'll show you where um, the health center is. They'll show you like so many other major things that you need to know and um in terms of registering for classes as well they'll give you like access to you know your to set up your email and yes, that way yes, yes. most most schools give you the opportunity to um you know take a look at your program outlook so that's kind of like they have like a set um number of classes you're supposed to take for each semester it's just um tentative it's not like a fixed thing and yeah. so you can take, take a look at that and then you can go into your um, your school accounts. What do they call that thing?
1: Like your school Blackboard. Um, yeah kind of like like your school system yeah so you need to just um be aware of what that's called because for different schools it has like different names yeah you know so just be aware of what it's called and how to um get into the system how to navigate the system as well Mm -hmm. and um you should be able to like as you said see like your program outlook and then obviously it would also tell you who your advisor is where the office is located as well Mm -hmm. so you can find out all this information and if you feel like Things don't look right, or for your program outlook, or you want to make sure um, you set it up in a different way so that you can graduate early, late, whatever the case is. Take more. Go to your advisor. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Go to your advisor and say, "This is my plan. This is the plan I I I I plan to execute. Um, These are the classes I feel like I want to take. These are the classes that this." And another thing to know too is that there's a grade requirement for every class. For grad students, for me, it was a B. If you get less than B, you're kicked out.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, TikTok. I know that for master yeah. students. Yeah, I know mostly yeah. for undergrads, it's either like a C. If you're lucky, the teacher might let you, you know, get away with a D or something. But honestly, even though you pass the class, getting a D or getting a C, it reduces your GPA significantly because mm-hmm. they calculate it per credit per grade. It's a whole thing will break down yes. for you. And guys your much parents later. paid a
1: lot of money. Yes, I'm going down the anti route. Period. Parents pay (laughs) a lot of money and They sent you here to read your books, please. I'm, I'm kidding, but um, no, just know <laughs> no, all these things though. so that you know how to like navigate, like you know, your classes and stuff like that. And obviously, you know, the times where you need to like be doing like serious, ethical, the times you need to relax, all of those things. For like those
0: who don't understand what ethical is, ethical equals a very serious student. It's an it's, it's a Nigerian terms. term, <laughs> it's Possibly a Nigerian wearing term. Glasses. So. <laughs> well, <laughs> no, but once you have like everything set up, most of the time, once you sign up on blackboard you start receiving emails for Mm because the teachers automatically like if your class is going to require a blackboard um portion the teacher Mm -hmm. will automatically send an email and they send you the books well in advance so that is when you start looking up and one big problem or one big mistake a lot of international students make is we just buy the books that they list you know because when they put the books in the email they tell you how much it is in the school bookstore and mm-hmm. because we don't know any better we go ahead and pay 300 dollars for a textbook which is very annoying no, so no, unless no,
1: no, no. <laughs> unless
0: yeah. there are some classes that have like uh, an online access portion that one you can't really get a cheaper option so you mm-hmm. just go with that but if it's just a regular textbook connect with people people will you know there are people that will connect you with the right way to um find cheaper books on amazon yes Um, there are students that sell back their books so get Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. facebook pages they're always like you know selling books because once i take this class i don't need it again for you know the next couple of semesters so i'll just sell it and you know for a cheaper price so um that's also really important and when you do connect with your advisor if you are thinking of doing a minor you might not know that on the first day but those are conversations you can bring up and say i'm i'm open mm-hmm. to you know potentially doing a minor down the road you let him yes. know and that way he can help you structure your courses to like um, accommodate for Feet, that Yeah. So, yeah, that's
1: very important, and um, for also grad students as well, you, we we do something where we take like the standard classes and then the electives, and then another thing you also have to understand, you know, it's very different from England because my experience was that in England they tell you like these are your classes they give you like oh this is what you're taking this semester it's fixed so there's there's nothing like okay i want to take this no so that's one thing i got to understand here so honestly when you get here when they say register for classes go and register for the class that's one thing i didn't understand because classes can get full oh yeah yeah. you know that's it maybe the next time it's now being offered is like two semesters after so you'll be paying extra money as an international student to make sure like you catch up on that
0: and even with registering for classes there will like you will notice because as a freshman they will put you in your classes your first semester but subsequent semesters you sign up on your own and mm-hmm. there will be some classes with there's some professors that are easier than others so mm-hmm. the easy professors classes fill up really quick so people be staying up to midnight till registration starts just so they can get in particular classes so you can't mm-hmm. just be sitting there chilling and you know because it will come back and bite you so
1: wait what's that website you told me about where you rate, can check yes pro- so there's a
0: <laughs> there's a prof- there's a website called ratemyprofessor.com and Gee. it has like ratings for every <laughs> professor in the whole of america like it it breaks it down from your school you can select your school wow. and then the class and then it'll tell you how students rate them yeah like how easy it is to understand the professor how much you know how hard their their work is their exams yeah. all those things so that also helps you really um know who to pick and who not to pick like first semester yeah. you don't know but mm-hmm. subsequent semesters you should really pay attention to it
1: Yes, I, I totally agree. So that's why, you know, we're also kind of like stressing the point of like, you know, get to know your advisor and be open with them, talk to them, give them your plan, tell, and always ask what are my options? And whatever you do in terms of just like picking classes or whatever the case is, or there's a particular class that's only offered at a certain time, make them aware of it because as an international student, and it happened to someone that I know, she had to take an extra semester because of a class that was offered in a different time. So oh, yeah, yeah. Since it's offered in a different time, you definitely have to continue on. You have to then pay the fees for that semester as well. Mm-hmm. So make sure like you're structuring out things well. Make sure you ask your professor, oh, what do you think about this? When when is this classes? When are these classes being offered? So that you make sure like you're um in line and then you don't incur like in um any other like uh tuition Additional fees. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Um another thing we also mentioned was Knowing where things are. So one of the important things in terms of the health center, know where the health center is. Um, usually in most schools there's like a main campus that you can go get your ID. Mm-hmm. um it probably has like the health center close by it also has like a admissions. financial admissions mm-hmm. um financial side you know yeah. in case you want to say please can i have a receipt of my tuition fees that i've paid you can go back there or if you want to say i need a letter to say that i'm a student of this this school you can go back there so mm-hmm. it's important to know that place um also in terms of the health center know that wherever you're coming from whichever country you need to bring your history of vaccinations you have had because Mm -hmm. it's very important to um uh, have certain vaccinations to be able to be on campus and mix with people um in coming up episodes we'll talk about health insurance and things like that um also just know that even as you've come you may be feeling like like me i know that i cried in my first week but um (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I know after doing hard guy, you know all these things, I Tell cried you within my. Down. <laughs> I cried within my first week and one of the things though I did not know is that they had like um counseling um um they counse- free counseling. They, had, they in, had free counseling in the health center. Yes, yeah, so that you can go there and just be like, you know, I'm fine. I'm coping a little bit like, you know, I'm um, people well. I'm finding, hard, I'm finding oh, yeah. hard exactly all of those things. And just you know, if you just need to like a, a, a space to like you know express your feelings, express your emotions and stuff like that, yeah. it's it's free in the health center. So feel free to ask. Mm-hmm. One thing that once you come here now and um you're navigating the you know things all of that, always ask questions. And ask, one of the most important questions you should ask is, What's what are my option? options? Mm-hmm yep
0: yep yep Yep. yeah so definitely take advantage of the counseling slash therapy sessions and the health center because once you're done with school if you are trying to find like anything like that you pay like from hundred dollars up so (laughs) don't put yourself and take advantage of it because you're paying for it so why not you know like take advantage of all of that Mm -hmm. so i know like one major thing that you know, falls under the brackets of culture shock for a lot of mm-hmm. international students is tipping. Yes. I didn't know what that was. I couldn't define it if you asked me <laughs> the day I dropped in this country, but it's such a big thing in America. Like oh
1: it is. And believe
0: me. Tipping is basically given like when you go to a restaurant for example and you know this the person the server serves your food and you know everything. At the end when they bring the bill You have the option, there's a slot, (laughs) there's a section for you to fill in like tip. And it's basically a percentage of your bill that you want to that goes directly into the pockets of the person. Your waiter. Your waiter, yeah, basically. And so um sometimes some some restaurants calculate it for you, some Mm -hmm. don't, but it's like it's embedded in the american culture that like and they can to tell you YouTube. yeah they can huh. i remember oh my god let me just <laughs> i remember in florida we used to buy chinese oh my god chinese in, I don't know, chinese in florida was just so amazing so we used to buy chinese a whole lot and i remember one of my friends told me that like i mean when you are broke and you know you just have 12 or something to your name you buy chinese you know Charlie. This these three packs of Chinese is going to last me for the week. <laughs> I'm not bothered. And then the man comes, he delivers the food and everything and then he's like, no tip? And I'm like,
1: <laughs> what do you mean? Like, I had $12 oh, in my bank I, account, so become out here looking at each other
0: <laughs> mm, they were so entitled
1: so oh, yeah yeah it, it, i th- the same thing too like that was like when because i'd visited like you know prior to like coming to study and stuff like and my friend had told me before she's like no you need to tip people and i think when i landed in boston the the taxi guy who took me to like um the hotel mm-hmm. you know he had like the metered like you know amount and everything yeah. so i i gave him the money because i had ones on me i gave him the direct amount and then um he was like ma'am aren't you going aren't you going to tip me and i'm like
0: <laughs> what <"T-> are
1: those <laughs> so i and, and i i now give him extra like five dollars and stuff like that but yeah people take it very serious here so that's like one thing like obviously it's it's it was a little bit, like, different for me because sometimes, even when, like, you know, you get in a taxi, people expect you to tip. You know, you, you go to a restaurant, you're expected to tip or you have someone come deliver, you're expected to tip, mm-hmm. you know, things like that. So, it was very huge for me and um, it was, like, a bit of culture shock for me because in England, you can decide to tip, you can decide to not tip. Mm. You know, okay. And then in Nige, too, you know, us, we don't call it tipping, we call it jara. Two you know, was that? add something light ah <laughs> you know <laughs> so just be like oh just you know madam. and it's it
0: optional something. you know like you do it out of the goodness of your heart because yes
1: and if you're you feel feeling really good well it, you know yeah, exactly It's
0: yeah. not like some by force oh give me extra i'm just like no y'all need to relax yeah. with all that energy but i think i think tipping is like really a huge thing and I didn't really understand it mm-hmm. until I had a roommate and she mentioned to me she was a waitress
1: mm-hmm. and
0: like in a restaurant and that's a very common thing so don't don't think yeah, waitress it's like, a, it's a, you know. like a bad thing. <laughs> yeah. yeah and um she we went to our and i wasn't you know they brought they brought the bill and i paid exactly what it was and so she looked at me and she was like you're not gonna tip and i'm like um i what do you mean and then she started giving me the whole like you know as a waitress they don't really get paid that well money, so most of their yeah. money comes from the tips from the tip, so that yeah. kind of made me understand at least in the restaurant business like it makes mm-hmm. sense. There, yeah
1: it's
0: yeah it's a whole new world
1: (laughs) I know Um, yeah so when you come here don't be um, don't shy away from tipping it's part of the culture here so um, when you can of ad- like adjust to it, and you know, if when you can, you know, give out more or something like that. Um, and
0: don't be shocked when they give you a side eye because you are tipping two dollars on a forty dollar bill.
1: <laughs> oh yes, because they'll be like, you came here to eat forty dollars meal. You should have money to give, you know, <laughs> yeah. yeah. So to tip a little bit more. But yeah, um, another um, another thing like we want you to consider when you move here, and um, we have like a list. One of them is like. Your student bank account. So obviously, when you come, you may come with some cash on you. Oh, mindfully. No, no. You should also know that when you um, arrive in America here, I think there's a limit of carrying like ten thousand dollars or something like yeah, that. Yeah. So you want to make sure like you're not carrying too much cash. Just be aware of that. Um, another thing, or even if you take to, to take as you need or whatever it says, maybe it's your tuition fees or whatever. Make sure you declare it and let them know. Um, what it's for, what not. Yeah. Um, but when you come here, obviously you don't want to hang on to too much cash for a long time. Make sure you get a bank account. And whichever bank you pick or choose, make sure you ask them for the option for a student bank account. Why? Yeah. Because as a student bank account, there's like low interest rates. Um, there's also um, there are less some challenges. of them less charges mm-hmm. exactly and one of the monthly charges is like a account maintenance fee or something mm-hmm. like that they erase that or you yeah. know make it very little and things like that so you want to and then um if you go down the lane ever of like you know getting loans or whatnot or even like they make um some um some things available to the student bank accounts, like let's say like some offers that have to do with like um, maybe some other shops or like a phone plan or something like that. You want to make sure like you ask and explore those things. Mm -hmm. Um, Another thing that we want you to consider is clubs for support.
0: Yes. Joining clubs is like very, very important. Um, We've talked about, you know, the African Society, (laughs) but that's like a club that really helps you figure things out like Mm -hmm. it's um you know it's just a bunch of africans coming together just you know having weekly meetings you can assume positions you can Mm -hmm. they have events parties cookouts so many things it's just a way to make us feel at home when we come initially and and also people to
1: relate with too with
0: exactly there are also clubs um -hmm. professional clubs that for me personally, have really impacted my life and my journey here. Like, mm-hmm. Engineering Society, National Society of Black Engineers, that was like a big club that, um, yeah. you know, really helped And Most of these clubs, if they're big enough, they have like, annual conferences where you meet more people and you have more mm-hmm. opportunities
1: available to you as well. Yeah. And your program... And, and those, and clubs. just to add, those, so- those clubs or societies are like, bigger than your, like, states your school yeah mm-hmm. yeah so they're usually like you know all over so if you move to like a different state you can find like a, a section within that state or that city or that community yeah that's like attached to like the bigger name so yeah yeah
0: exact ex- example um like the NESP i mentioned we have regions so mm. if you live in northeast you'd be region one we have region two three four five yeah. so like wherever you find yourself they you can easily like you know find the club and you know go for the meetings and stuff and that's a good way to meet people as well Mm -hmm. who are in the same profession or um, career path as you as well and Mm -hmm. on the side there are intramural clubs and these are more like it's like they're (laughs) non-professional because there are clubs that you can join in terms of like Mm -hmm. sports and stuff like that that the tr- it's like a track to get to the professional level
1: mm-hmm.
0: and there are intramural clubs that are just you know just for the fun of it like, just for
1: the fun for of school, it yeah. yeah like we get together at this time we time play it, with it. this we do like a match this, you know yeah. things like that so those are for- I know a lot of Nigerian guys they like to play football and basketball. yeah. so the find madness, those okay. things and you know mix up and that's also um,
0: good recreation you know the girls go yes. sit there eat your ice cream and watch them play
1: It was so, yeah, <laughs> join this dancing there's not just yeah. sports it's like dancing do you remember like, when we like, joined like, that eating, club? <laughs> style, don't speak on it um there's like dancing oh, really? there's like um if you're into knitting you can even start yours you if, you, if, you, yeah. if you if you want to do braiding you know something or petting cats or dog petting zoo or whatever you can start your (laughs) own club no honestly you just ask them like what's the link and most of the time on the website they're like this is how you start you have five people i get them to sign blah blah blah. have a name of the club boom people will join so um, they're also
0: they're also faith-based clubs as well
1: exactly yeah Mm -hmm. where
0: like they have like weekly meetings so it's like on campus ministry basically i know for christians we have that i know Um, muslims also have that Mm -hmm. as well where they have like a a safe a room where they can go and pray on fridays yeah um so it's you can find anything you want or create it if it doesn't exist yeah
1: yeah so just be on the lookout for these things obviously no another thing too i know in england the gyms were not free englandians (laughs) i saw that on instagram (laughs) it's not free you will still pay for after paying your international fees they also ask you to pay for the gym wow yes i'm very pained when i came to this country i just needed my id i just showed it at the door swipe and that was it (laughs) You could go to the gym and the gym was was, and you know the gym had like um this one didn't have a pool but it had like an indoor track it had like a basketball place tennis it had like a full-blown gym rec center they
0: have a pool you they on had about? a pool yes they have a pool yeah what
1: mm-hmm. no that was a different campus no the this is a... to... the one north to... campus no the one ah okay, to... okay okay yeah, okay, 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 yeah, yeah have... in u suites they didn't mm-hmm. have like a pool there so um but yeah when i came i was like the gym is free <laughs> <laughs> what
0: i'm sure you're yeah, confused so i was i was, uh, no, was, I was totally scam.
1: confused because honestly i'm not lying first year i paid for that gym membership i went just twice my sister <laughs> and <laughs> i know and, and then i was like chubby fat whatever you want to call it mm. i just went twice because i was just like look honestly speaking this gym is and the gym was so tiny that's the thing too yeah. like you're paying a lot of money for all of that so make sure you use all of those things like if you swim they will have swimming lessons all of those things so enjoy it yeah that's true yeah. that.
0: that's true, uh-huh. that's true um so yeah that kind of you know brings our episode to a close and actually to piggyback on what we mentioned earlier the post the post that we put up on our instagram if you know you haven't you know dropped your three important things just you know slide into a somebody wrote
1: La Cacera I, I was, was like what, what are those name. La Cacera somebody is like a I was like huh Septrine is the cough medicine and that person I, that, <laughs> it must be their mother is wise
0: <laughs> because apparently it cures anything and everything so yes
1: and that thing is disgusting because we take it when we're little anyways the one that did me was the La Cacera La Cacera is heavy it's just like taking a bottle of coke or Fanta or something like that ah, and I'm okay. like how did you cross the border with such a heavy suitcase? It's cool how many lacqueria did you even pack? <laughs> pack. You know, <laughs> you know to, to just like have heavy suitcase and stuff like that. So yeah, that was very funny. So go and comment yours and stuff like that. So yeah. So what would
0: you say is, has been like the biggest impact in terms of like clubs or anything on your journey? But,
1: okay, so when I when i was in nigeria actually you know i told I, I i mentioned the story that i spoke to like the dean of my program mm-hmm. um before actually moving here especially at the time where i was like oh i like this cause i want to know more i want to know more about how they're like doing things mm-hmm. so he we talked for like an hour and he shared with me about like the professional societies and all that so when i came as well i went to see him in his office and let him know that i was the one he spoke to from nigeria yeah. so he mentioned um he mentioned another um the society to me, which is called ACHE which is American College of Healthcare Executives. Mm-hmm. So he mentioned it to me, and he's like, they also have coupon for students that want to join. And when you join as a student, it lasts for a year, so you don't have to renew anything. They don't need to take anything from your bank account monthly or anything. So I joined, and um, we had an annual conference that came up in like March. I went to it. Um, I went for the conference. Um, I was able to meet people, and I continued on. Um, within the chapter in massachusetts going for like the conferences going for like attending like webinars and things like that so they also had a program for like mentorship and things like that so it was it was till now i'm still a member of it so which is like a great way like you know they post jobs all yeah. of those things like which yeah. is like really really good so i think it's had an impact on me as me just like stepping out of my comfort zone me um just meeting people as well me just also meeting other people doing healthcare care and who are doing like you know really great things and also just a way for me to also keep up with like the healthcare news in general as mm-hmm. well so yeah what about you
0: yeah i would say for me it was also joining um the black engineering society because initially like i joined you know when i first came but i didn't really know what it was and you know people weren't really active in it and stuff so when i moved to massachusetts that's when you know i actually started taking it serious and yeah i remember our first conference that we went to Um, I had just joined the club, like, maybe I was, was like, a month or two in it. And then this other Ghanaian girl, she was like, oh, let's go. Like, it's really helpful and stuff. And for me, just seeing all these other Black engineers in in this safe space, you know, just being able to connect with different people in different, like, um, states close to me and everything, it just really made a huge impact on my life. And seeing how, you know, so many of them um, had taken on, you know a lot of leadership positions that pushed Mm -hmm, me to mm -hmm. also you know like also um
1: like it inspired you yeah
0: it was very very inspiring Mm -hmm. for me and Mm -hmm. to be honest it's through this organization that I got my first job offer so Mm. like don't just sleep on it they there's so much because at least for Nesby, they have the pre like before you come to college they have a chapter for that they have chapter for when you're in college they have chap- professional chapters for when you're out of college so it's like a lifelong commitment that Journey, you know you yes. get into so That's definitely good. like you know be on the lookout for any organizations that may fit your program
1: and it doesn't even have to be always professional it can be sports like i know like some people can just you know even outside of like maybe if you happen to stay in like the states or in the city after like maybe you played sports for like your school or whatever you know you can always get back together you know and like play matches or do whatnot you know play like matches within like the city and stuff like that so um it can be professional. It can be, you know, different different um, organizations or like clubs and societies. So, don't limit yourself, and you know, at, and make sure to like, make sure to attend like, you know, just like starter sessions. See how you like it and see what the vibe is. Mm-hmm. So, thank you guys for sticking thank with you. us on this episode. We're going to see you very soon again, and hope you enjoy this episode. So, thank you
0: guys so much for tuning in today we hope this episode brought you a step closer to figuring out a way to have a much smoother transition into this american system
1: yes so stick with us because we have so much more to share don't forget to like share and subscribe